Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in to this Tuesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford, a studio this uh, morning. As we know, you guys love it. We'll discuss some uh, some Arch Manning dynamics today, some some hoops. The NFL has hired some people. There's always something going on crazy at Auburn and much more on today's show. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember to uh, take advantage of your 10 bucks. All you have to do is download the Exxon mobile app or just take a picture of the QR code at any pump of a Blue Sky location in Mississippi when you do that. Automatically, thousand points, ten dollars. Any blue sky, including the Oxford Exxon lunch specials, five sixty nine, two sides of bread, thirty two ounce drinks, clean convenience stores, good gas prices, and much more. There with again the Oxford Exxon in all locations. Super Bowl coming up. We'll tell you about some ribs probably as the week goes on. You don't need to cater those things. Done that for a lot of different years over the course of the last decade or so. So, uh, you know, get your ribs, get more there. Oxford Exxon again, Highway Six West in Oxford, and again coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He will send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done. But I recommend that you do. And let's get into a Clark Ford today. You will love the product. You'll love the service. Service is just spectacular. It really is. They go above and beyond consistently because they want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. People say, what does that mean? We'll make the call and you'll start to find out. 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to grab a burger or a po'boy. Appetizers, great beer selection, full bar, and more. They're at Rafters on the Square and also Rafters in New Albany. I don't think I have any movie takes today, at least that I'm not aware of getting asked in the stream. If I'm comparing Arch to a movie, I am not. Um, corrected several times. I apologize. It was Angel Wings, not Butterfly Wings, on the back of the pickup and on the package in Castaway yesterday. Uh, um, had, a, had, had a wing error there. Angel Wings. That makes more sense. It, it does. Kind of like a yes. saving... Yeah, there was a decent a bit of analysis on the message board about it. Whether they, most people are coming to the conclusion they believe that it was divorce papers in the box. Her for him because at the very beginning of the movie, you see that she was telling him about that she was aware of the infidelity and that they believe it could have been divorce papers in said box. She was telling her husband that she was aware of his infidelity, and they believe that he was she was shipping divorce papers or something because the other package. Apparently, could potentially have had like evidence of some such thing, and oh. it it was it was, yeah. The message board got a little down the wormhole yesterday. So, oh. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that. There was a discussion of whether um, Castaway or Seven was more rewatchable or the better movie. I've um, never seen Seven. 
you should watch it. You're not going to watch it a second time. Okay. It is not rewatchable to me, at least. Um, Deep, com- depressing, just kind of gory at times. Like uh, not just like not really your thing. Um, no, not at all. No, it's it's it, it, it is not light. It's um, it has a couple moments where it's Breaking Bad in a movie. Okay. Yeah. And I, so you're probably not. And frankly, I'm making it where you're probably not even going to watch it at all right now. Is what I'm doing. Yeah, I just have to be careful with stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I discovered things that trigger like darkness for me, and that's that's mm-hmm. those kinds of things do. Well, they don't ever say it's divorce papers. I didn't know it was divorce. Yeah, they, they, there's this never there's never an obvious thing that for sure is. So, I mean, that makes sense, but I don't ever know. All right. Yes, that's actually someone from Clark Ford calling me about Laura's vehicle and some. That's what that was. I knew that call was coming. I was actually thinking during the reading of the ad, I needed to silence my phone. Oh, really? What happens to me, Chase, is that I silence my phone and I forget my phone has been silenced and then I miss calls. Well, that's fair. Which sometimes is a good thing. Because you don't have a watch on that that, that things on your phone, I, do you? I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know that I want to be that connected. you not? In some ways, I like I look at people like you that have that, and I'm envious a little bit. And then sometimes I look at it, and I'm like, I don't know that I want to be that connected. I never have my phone on ring. So I like the fact that I never have to hear the sharpness. Sure. I just vibrate my wrist, and I'll look and see what's going on. That's kind of my reasoning is, is, is one of is Because, I mean, I'm wearing – I'm kind of – I'm. Greg Sankey and I do the same thing. We I have on two fitness devices. I have a oh. Whoop on my right hand and I have a Garmin on my left hand. But I've thought about getting the Wara ring. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I've thought about it. But the thing is, I've only got the, the the Garmin on really because of calls and notifications. Because the Whoop is just a band, like it doesn't do any of that to it on it. So I don't need this for the fitness aspect, other than to monitor my runs. But so I really could take it off if I didn't want the notifications. I'm essentially leaving this on simply for notification purposes. Gotcha. I, I feel a little weird. Like, it's a little strange. He, he wears them on the same wrist. And to me, that's even more psychotic. Like, I don't know why, but Sankey has his Apple Watch and his Whoop on the same arm. And something about that, I I, I, I don't know. Like, for there, there's something that's a little more socially acceptable to me to at least have them on separate arms. Maybe not. I don't know. I, mean, I see you every day, and I would have never known. If you had... Told me to describe your fitness watch situation. You wouldn't have been able to tell me. I would, I would not have been able to tell anybody anything. But now I'm the person that could be in someone's car for eight hours and get out of said car and someone say, what kind of car was it? I have no idea. Yeah, you are like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, somebody says, why not get an Apple Watch and call it a day? The Whoop is much more accurate with sleep than anything else because it does a lot of skin temperature stuff. Um, it's, it's not even close. Um, it will be... I mean, two or three times more precise than than the other options from a sleep standpoint. So you know whether you're getting enough sleep. And I barely, I rarely am. But yeah, I, I like to have some idea of how long I was actually asleep because essentially, if you're being really still, you can trick the Apple Watch and the Fitbit and the Garmin a lot of times because they don't understand as much. Um. So yeah, the the sleep is much better on the on on the Whoop, and it gives me just tons more data. I'm, I'm kind of a data head in that way. Like it gives weekly and monthly reports and tells you. Hey, I mean, because frankly, what it did, I mean, said this to me because you, you've noticed this over the months. It was telling me, and I felt this, and it gave me kind of clarification on it that hardly any alcohol at all after like five o'clock, and I don't sleep. My sleep was far hurt. Like I woke up bad. Like 
and it's almost like it's creating inflammation or something. Like it's not just I'm not drunk, but yeah. there's something that I do not sleep if I've had any alcohol really in the last, in like the two or three hours, four hours huh. before bed. Um, and it it showed that like on a graph, like hey, because you kind of the mix every morning you fill out information on five or six different things, and it was like hey, you had a drink, look at this, like, and it shows hey, it's over in the red and it's doing all this, and huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, that's enough about. Sport I'm, I'm just the opposite about like, like if I have a just a glass of red wine like at nine thirty, I sleep so much better. I guess because it's just a relaxation thing. Oh really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, it it can get to be too much, and where you have to be careful is you can't you, you don't want to let the whoop tell you you had a bad night of sleep and then feel because it told you. Does that make sense? Sure. Like you you kind of need. <laughs> so when you get these data, when you when you have a month's worth of data, what do you do with it other than stop drinking? <laughs> well, that's been the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but I, I had a friend recommend, and probably right, is don't look at it till the next night, because then you'll go, hey, how did I feel today? It was right or it was wrong, oh. versus checking it every morning and going, oh, well, I'm screwed today. I'm going to be terrible. I can't work out today, because I got a 22% recovery. Because like, I could see how people could get hostage to it. Oh, yeah. and it, it, I mean, as G says, yeah, there's a placebo to it, where you're like, oh, like, oh that's that's whatever. I mean, I, I, I just, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a little much. I mean, if the, because I'm already like analyzing stuff. Like I wake up every morning, I'm like, oh, my resting heart rate was a couple of beats higher yesterday. Or hey, the, oh, I got problems. Hey, the skin temperature was one degree warmer than normal. I got got a problem. Like it's, it's a little much. There's a lot there. So anyway, yeah. Oh, heart rate goes way up with alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Resting heart rate's much higher overnight with alcohol because your body's having to work harder to metabolize things. Yeah, yeah. I think Kiffin wears a whoop, doesn't he? Doesn't he have something on his wrist? I think so. Yeah, it may not be a whoop, but it looks like he has yeah. some 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 version of that. I've I've all, I mean I've I've come really close to ordering the Wara ring yeah. several times. Same thing. Yeah, it's the same deal. I just haven't done it because I'm like I don't know what would, would I change anything, and I don't really know that I would. You would almost get if the data was bad, you'd almost kind of get depressed. Go oh, hell yeah yeah that's not it's not good. So. Okay, what are you gonna talk about? You 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 want to talk about David Cutcliffe and Arch Manning? So the floor is yours. I do. We'll do it in a minute. Okay. I don't want to. Move okay. It, yeah. I, I hate the on the main topic of the day. I kind of hate the, the quick break. Um, Dennis Allen hired for the Saints. Levy Smith hired for the Texans. Were those the two yesterday? Yes. So we've got Levy Smith, who's been out of the NFL for a while, um, I mean, a decade or more. Is it been that long? Yeah. And then you've got Dennis Allen, who. I mean, I said it the day that Sean Payton was fired. I thought that would be the next head coach. It is the next head coach. But I thought the, I thought Mickey Loomis – I thought Jeff Duncan did something that was not a favor for Mickey Loomis yesterday. Um, and trust me, Jeff was trying to help because Jeff is always trying to help. Um, he made mention that the two – I think he called it the two main criteria for the Saints in hiring Allen – or the two main criteria for their hiring process was former head coach and somebody who understands the Saints culture. Well, there's only one option out of all of the things, like all of all the options, and that was Dennis Allen. Yeah. Now he was a horrific coach, head coach. He's been a head coach one time. He's with the Raiders. He went eight and twenty eight. Um now that was the Raiders when they sucked, but still. Um, and obviously he knows their culture. 
point being, with everything going on the last two weeks, a media member coming out and going, well, the GM basically said, if you didn't have these two things, we weren't even looking at you. It's not a big deal. The Saints are not going to get like punished for it or anything, but I didn't think it did them any PR favors. I thought it was a dumb tweet to basically say, we already had the guy we were hiring, and these were the, these were the reasons, and nobody else that we interviewed fit the criteria anyway. My problem with – it's going to come across wrong, so I'm trying to make sure I say it right. Dennis Allen was part of the Saints organization throughout the overwhelming majority, if not all, of, of the Sean Payton tenure, correct? Been around a long time, yeah. It just makes natural sense. Sean Payton was not being fired by the Saints. If Sean Payton had called the Saints and said, hey, I want a new five-year deal and I want this, Darn. this, this, they'd have said done. Yeah, sure. Give us – Give us a couple hours to draw up the paperwork, and we'll get it done. Um, so it makes sense that he was with the Saints '06 to '10, and then back from '15 to now. Okay, so it makes sense that they wanted to maintain as much of the Peyton culture as they can without Peyton, and to do that, it made sense to hire Dennis Allen. Oh yeah, I wanted Allen from the jump, like all good. And it made sense for them to hire Dennis Allen. Is my point. It made logical, common sense for them to hire Dennis Allen. So if the Saints had just said, you know what, we're not even going to do a coaching search. Well, in we're college, just, they wouldn't have. Right. We're just going to promote them. This is my problem with the Rooney Rule. Oh, it's the absolute problem with the Rooney Rule. Is It's not that it's a bad idea to hire minorities. Absolutely. It's not. It's ridiculous. It's football. Hire the right person. But in the Saints situation, it just made sense to promote Dennis Allen. And so when you bring people in, whether they're white, black, Hispanic, Asian, whatever, when you bring people in to interview – you're just following rules. You're not really interviewing them. Your mind's made up. But in this case, your mind is understandably made up. You didn't need a reset. No, you don't want a yeah. reset. You're wanting to try to continue the culture that was built yeah. by the previous guy. And so you're trying to get somebody who, through osmosis, maybe have has absorbed some of Peyton's culture-building skill. Will it work? I don't know. Is it the right hire? I don't know. Does it make sense? Of course. Yeah. And it would have made sense if Sean Payton resigned on a Tuesday and they hired him on Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. But you can't do that in the NFL because of the rules. You must interview this. And so that ends up with you conducting a sham interview in a way. Yeah. I mean, I, sham, whatever word you want to use. Yeah. You're interviewing somebody that's not really interviewing for the job. And so unless you're interviewing somebody with, hey, would you like to get some interview experience? Would you like a meal in New Orleans? It's, it's, it's silly. And then when people pick it apart, that's what drives me crazy about our field. No one's willing to write that. Just come out and go, of course they hired Dennis Allen. It made all the sense in the world that they hired Dennis Allen. The thing, too, is that, I, and, and I think some, some franchises do this. The, the good ones, it makes sense to me. It also allows you to essentially get free analysis because, hey, i got to interview a bunch of people anyway. Let me interview people who might have some cool ideas. Yeah. I'll go through the interview process, and I'll just take some of those. Yeah. I'm going to ask a bunch of people that I find really smart, hey, what do you think about us? Where, do we, where, where are we good? Where are we bad? Yeah. What are the problems? Well, and then I'm get gonna, a little self-scouting there yeah, going and on. And then I'm going to go interview somebody with the, with the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to interview somebody with the Bills. I'm going to interview somebody with the Packers, maybe. I'm going to bring people in and – yeah, you talk to Ben and you go, hey, Andy Reid, what worked? What, what, yeah. What, uh, yeah, what, what? Are you, what are y'all doing in that offense? I mean, what are, you, what are your thoughts there with that? how that works? 
And I don't know why BNME doesn't have a job. He's interviewed a lot. I don't know whether he interviews poorly. I, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I do know it's a copycat league, and you look at the guy that the Dolphins hired yesterday. You know, 49ers, OC. Yeah. yeah. So you're coming from that McVay tree. Everyone's kind of doing that right now. Did he get the job because he's white? No, he got the job because he's from that McVay. It's funny, too, Shanahan because, you know, a couple of years ago, after the Patriots Super Bowl win over the Rams, they, everybody goes, oh, McVay's broken. The Patriots broke the Rams. They're yeah. they're done. And they're not going to figure it out. They're not broken. No. But they've also spent a ton of money and, yeah. and completely mortgaged their future to try to win Sunday's game. Yeah, they have one game to make it all. Yeah, okay. and if it if it win, it worked. You get a trophy. It worked. And, and I, you know, I didn't, it's just yet. There's and I listened to like I was driving. Carson had Tupelo stuff yesterday, so I drove to Tupelo and drove around in Tupelo while he practiced because I refused to go watch a, a youth league practice and. I drove around and listening to some. I was listening to some ESPN radio. Man, they just they just they just do the narrative thing. They just stay on it. They won't let it go. They won't and they won't dissect it in any way that gets beyond the surface because it's deeper than that. And then Lovey Smith gets a job, and Brian Flores comes out with, "Well, I'm glad that they hired a black man, but they should have hired me." And it's like Brian. You sued the whole league. No one's hiring you right now. You had to know that when you filed this suit. I'd love to know who's financially backing Brian Flores. Mm -hmm. It would be absolutely fascinating to know. And I'm hoping for his sake that he's getting a lot of money because I think he has thrown his career away. And I think he was going to get one of these jobs. Oh, I do too. You know, he, he was he was hot enough. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I think he was. I think he was because the Dolphins caught a lot of heat for just firing him in general. I, mean, I think the Vikings were going to do it. They might still do it, but it's it's a, just a weird deal. It's it's I don't know. This week, as we get into Super Bowl stuff, it's going to be a big topic of conversation. I suspect going into Sunday and. I'm interested to see whether anyone with a national voice, not some loser like me, but somebody with a national voice speaks up and says, well, hey, hang on a second. Let's let's break these down one by one. There's a reason that he did it then versus in like five days when everything gets shaken out. Yeah. Because, I mean, you I pick so. right when – but Lovey Smith to Texas to Houston's an interesting hire. I mean, if, if I'm inside that building, I'm thinking, what are we doing? Like, I mean, if you're a Texan saying today, maybe we have some in the stream. I don't know. I mean, you have zero confidence in Bob McNair in no. any in any facet. Yeah, just just what are you doing? You've taken a market that should be a lot more successful than it is, and you just haven't done it at all. You're in a great market. You have a franchise in your division that is a train wreck in the Jaguars. And they just mangled the Deshaun Watson. And no one in your no one in your division has a quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Right. So if you would just be normal. Well, and the Watson thing hurt them. Oh, well, sure. And then the way they handled it hurt them. And, like, I don't know what that situation is now. Is he out of the game? Is he coming back? I mean, there have been rumors about him getting back in. I don't know. 
you would think in Houston, Texas, you would be a better football team. Uh, yeah. You would think that you would have more success with that organization than they've had. That's true. Yeah, Josh McCown was getting looks. I mean, good grief. So, I don't know. Again, if you if you make good decisions, you're rewarded. The NFL allows you to be rewarded for those things. You make bad decisions, and you will be the Jags and the Texans and yeah, the programs that the You'll be the, the Browns of the NFL. Yeah, and they'll let you do that as long as you like. Well, sure. There's no, you know, there's 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 no help there. So, all right, we'll talk some March in a second. What did I tell you about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga? All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. You can look underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. The Oxford Park Commission has started registration for youth baseball and softball for the 2022 spring season. Leagues are open for ages 5 to 17 in baseball, 5 to 12 in softball. The cost per participant is $50. Season begins on Monday, April the 25th. All the games are played at M-Trade Park. You can go to OxfordParkCommission.com before uh, February the 20th, so you've got 12 days to sign up. Uh, We're brought to you by BroThrow. It's a sports betting network, free to use. Cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that's going to save you money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more at BroThrow.com. Valentine's Day, six days away. You're still looking for that perfect gift for your special someone? If so, Dead Soxy has your gifting covered. Nothing says I love you like some good socks. Dead Soxy has increased the discount on the Rebel Grove code to 30% from now through midnight on February the 14th. So uh, head over to the site to see all the new styles and take advantage of this amazing offer. Happy Valentine's Day from Dead Soxy, and as always, stay Soxy. Super Bowl uh, coming up this weekend. Some people, not Chase, but some people might imbibe a little bit. You want to make sure that you have the two-patch system, the best two-patch system available in the market today to stop hangovers before they start. You want to make sure you've got game-changer patches. It's home to the warm-up patch, used before or while you drink, and the overtime patch, which is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, and ready for your next play, go to GameChangerPatch.com and enter promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Also brought to you by Automation and Control Systems, LLC. ACS is a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. If you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. For more information or to get in touch with ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. Your prescription is the same day each month. 
and take care of you. They also offer right-weight meds, which will individually package your medication for those who need that extra step. That can be life-saving in some instances. So whether it's on the square with Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or on South Lamar in Oxford, again, give GNM a call. A chance for your local community pharmacy business, 662-236-2222. Podcast also brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates. Nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. You can click the link in my message board and signature or just give them a call. Tell them we sent you for both sides of real estate here in Oxford and Lafayette County, the buy side, the sell side. I've used them multiple times. Give them a chance as well. Still a very chaotic, volatile market. The house is going quickly. So if you're looking for something, let an expert you can know and trust help you out again. 662-281-1200. Nickstanoxford.com. Uh, yeah, I was looking. What are, We saw it yesterday. Somebody asked spring football practice dates sometime in March. It's maybe. late March. Yeah. Um, for, it looks like four weeks leading up to the the uh, spring game on April the 23rd. It's whatever that Saturday is, the 22nd or the 23rd. Um, a couple of people ask, is that meant they were open? No, I thought that those tweets yesterday were talking to recruits. Um, well, the morning pra- – the, the, they, they practice in the mornings. Yeah. And so the weekday practices are going to be early morning. And I doubt they're open. No, I think they were saying spring game open, obviously, and recruits visit is the way yeah. I interpreted that. Yeah. I suspect it'll be like last year. They'll have Saturdays in the – well, I guess they'll do it in the stadium, the construction and stuff, but I guess they'll do it in the stadium. And um, those were t- those were open last year, the spring oh, yeah, sure. scrimmages. I practices. forgot they, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of scrimmages. They, they sort of scrimmage. More than the Pro Bowl. It's true. There's more than that. So I suspect it'll be the same deal. Last year there was – Last year there was COVID stuff, so if you invite, if you had, it was a dead period. So if you opened it to recruits, you, you had, had to you had it. to open it to the public. It's not a dead period anymore. So if you open it to recruits, you could close it to the public. Good. I don't know that they will. They're not bringing a recruit in for a Wednesday morning practice. Probably, they're bringing him in for Saturday so they can do all the Saturday stuff. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, they had they had to make it open last year. That's right. Okay. My guess is that they'll open one or two on Saturdays. That's my guess. I could be completely wrong. Because the dead period runs through kind of the end of the month. Yeah. And then it opens back up. Because I'm assuming the junior day is probably March 5th. Somewhere in there. That's my guess. And they call it the quiet period where the yeah. coaches can't go out, but the kids can come to campus. And then they right. have a, they open it up pretty good in May and mm-hmm. go from there. I yeah, because I mean, you have official visits some places during that time period. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, so, report comes out yesterday. Texas looking to add uh, David Cutcliffe, former Ole Miss Duke head coach, to its uh, its analyst staff. We mentioned it briefly because we there are multiple levels of analysts. Again, as Neil said, there are some analysts that do – remote film work, scouting reports, send it in, kind of work ahead one or two weeks where a lot of stuff is pre-done prior to the uh, the program getting to game week for the for the main on-field coaches. There's also the ones that are very much involved day-to-day and are essentially, you know, they're extensions of the staff in every way except they don't get on the field. It felt like that was what some of these reports out of Austin were intimating that they were requesting of David Cutcliffe um, is the way I interpreted it. And I read it a couple different ways. It looked like the the panic 
among Ole Miss, Georgia, Alabama fan bases for Arch Manning was that, oh, God, they're hiring Cutcliffe and then just hoping that brings Arch to campus was kind of the primary way that I think a lot of people were thinking of it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really think about it that way. First, because that is such a obvious way of essentially using David Cutcliffe, um, frankly. Um, it's not like you could do that and nobody would understand what you're doing. I mean, come on, duh. Like, it's, it's, it's very obvious and out there in the open. It's, it's one of two things. I think it has zero impact on Arch Manning at all, frankly. Um, David Cutcliffe in 2022. Now, again, he's tight with the family. I'm not not denying that. Sure. But 2022 is a lot different than 02. A lot different in a lot of different ways. Sure. Um, and then, two, I didn't treat it like that. I treated it this way, that if Texas does this, and I've seen no reports that it's done, simply that they're engaging and trying. Mm-hmm. It hit me that that means Arch is taking Texas much more seriously than maybe we thought. Um, that's how I interpreted it. Sure. Not that David is recruiting Arch, but that there's a reasonable chance that Arch ends up at Texas, so David is almost doing it that way. To me, that makes more sense than, oh, I'm going to hire you, and then you're going to recruit him in. Like, that doesn't – because David Cutcliffe doesn't – he can get an analyst job anywhere in the country. Sure. He doesn't need to go. Oh God, I'm gonna. I need to go work under Steve Sarkeesian. Like that makes no freaking sense. No, and and, and who knows whether David Cutcliffe is even going to move to wherever he gets an analyst exactly. job. You know, I mean, we have this thing now with Zoom, and there's all sorts of. Like I did Tyler Siski's podcast yesterday, and it was on. What did I tell you? It was on. It was some kind of a a platform. Uh, Riverside FM. I believe. That's right. Is That's correct. Called. You know, it's kind of cool. Um. There's all sorts of things you can use to, and coaches have their own software. He, he could, he could move to the Bahamas and and be an analyst, as long as he's got an internet connection. Um, look, here's the thing about Arch and Texas. Two things happened. One, the the family, according to multiple people, got a little pissy at Texas media. They did early in the process. They blew up his official visit into things that it was not, or unofficial visit. Right. Sorry. Yeah, they just made it a made it something that it wasn't, and that got them upset. And then the second thing is Texas was what six and seven. I believe that's correct. And there's an assumption that because they looked like a train wreck, that he won't want to be a part of that. And then when you talk to people that five and seven, five and seven, when you talk to people who talked to Arch. And talk to the high school coach and stuff. They'll tell you that there is some concern about just how far behind Texas is. Would he? Would he be surrounded by enough talent to win there right away? Because who knows whether they're when they're going into the SEC? Is that happening in twenty twenty three, which is his first year? Is it not happening until twenty twenty five, which would be potentially his, which is impacting that recruitment? Of course, a lot. You know, does he want to play in the Big Twelve for two years? I I, and I don't know the answer to these questions. I can tell you from multiple people, and you know some of the same people, that he that, that he and his family, including his mom, and by the way, I've, I said this on the message board, Ellen Manning is a real person. I've never met her, but I've talked to people who have, and like she speaks and has thoughts and things of that nature. She's more than just like this woman. She has like opinions and such. And she is his mom, 
You ever listen to your mom? Yeah, occasionally. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you were 17, 18 years old, was your mom a significant person in your life? Well, yeah, they're, they're you know, for, for Arch Manning, they're two most significant, and none of them are the uncles or the, any of those other people. Yeah. Yeah, right. so so she's she's a part of this, too. Um, she has family and parents. There's other grandparents. I mean, there's a lot of people here. Yeah, she... She, she came from people. She had to be... So the way this works is a man and a woman really like each other. I'm kidding. But she, you know, I mean, there's there's more to this than just the Manning football thing. I think there's a lot more to it than that. You could correct me, Chase. I think you're a little closer to it than I am. No, go ahead. You're there's good. a lot more to it than that. But I, I think there was a perception that Texas faded, and I think it was true. But I don't think Texas fell off the map. I think Clemson fell off the map. Yeah, I think they're out. But I think there's four teams in it. And you can argue with different people and hear different things about who's who's second, who's third, who's fourth. But it's in some order, Georgia, Alabama, Ole Miss, and Texas. Those are the four schools that seem to have a chance. I've heard there's a chance that he takes a visit to Ohio State because they've done a really good job in recruiting him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he ends up at Ohio State. I think he ends up at one of those other four schools. And at all of those four schools, there are positives and there are negatives. And it's one of the reasons that I think the decision has gone from, hey, we're going to make this decision in the spring, because I think last summer he kind of knew where he was going. My opinion. I could be dead wrong, but that's kind of what I think. And I think over the course of the 2021 fall, I think it got a little more cloudy. To where I think now he's going to make some visits and make a decision sometime in the summer. Because it's gone from make a decision in the early spring to make a decision before his senior year kicks off. Which is late August. And it's a couple things. Texas, because it's not just this thing. You know, there's a good, uh, maybe it was Jam. Somebody in the thread made a really good point. I think it was him. Um, Texas is in a weird PR battle with its own fan base right now. And I'm a, hold on one second. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Chet makes a comment in here, and I've seen him. Make, Chet gets irritated with the Mannings. That's okay. He says the, the the Manning family wants you to know that Arch is making his own decision. The narrative that the Mannings don't engineer things is staggeringly false. So here's the thing. I do think it's Arch's decision. I think the family's involved. Who's not involved in your kid's college decision? Mm-hmm. We were involved in Campbell's decision. We were involved in Caroline's decision. We weighed a lot of pros and cons, especially for Caroline. It was not cut and dried till the very end. But at the end of the day, she made her own decision. And at the end of the day, he's going to make his own decision. Everybody who knows them says that. Yeah, he's not prohibited from a school. He's going to make his own decision. Of course they're going to be involved in it. What kid doesn't ever ask? I mean, Caroline looked at me and said, what would, what should I do? I said, no, I can't do that. We talked about for yeah, her. That's the question that's not answered. Yeah, for her, it was the, 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 all the stuff about the rebelettes and the, and the, and the palm squad and all of that stuff. And it was the emotional part of, for her, it was, could I, if I went to Ole Miss and I didn't make, because you, you don't find out until the decision's already made, whether you made the dance team or not. Yeah. If I went to Ole Miss and I didn't make rebelettes, would I be happy? And I said, I don't know. You have to answer that. That's your decision. So for Arch, it's his decision is his decision. But of course, the family with all their connections is is going to give guidance and advice. They're, of course, they're going to be involved. 
My point is that it's not just the Manning side that's involved. Ellen is involved. Mm-hmm. As she should be. It's his mom. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. So point being, it was, it was a good point. I, I, I'd kind of sort of written this down, but he actually said it more articulate in the thread than I was thinking at the time. Is that Texas is battling its own fan base right now. They had a bad season under Sarkeesian. There's an uproar because, frankly, they've sucked other than the one Colt McCoy year since Mac Brown and Vince Young. Um, a lot of stuff there. There's restlessness. There's restlessness because A&M is doing everything it's doing in recruiting right now. You've got all this stuff. You've got the SEC stuff. Why can't we go right now? They're not Oklahoma inside their own conference right now. Texas, because I, I read a lot of Orange Bloods for some reason. I hang over there a good bit. And yeah. they, they're they they're not happy. They're antsy. They're frustrated in a number of ways. But they're still maybe the most arrogant fan base in the country as well, at the same time. So it's a strange dynamic. Yeah. So when Ketchum, Jeff Ketchum, publisher of Rival Side Orange Bloods, comes out the other day and says all that stuff on Twitter. Again, Neil and I read that a lot differently than most people read that. What Ketch was doing was giving a parachute or Steve Sarkeesian when he does not sign Arch Manning by saying they did everything in the world they could. My God, they did this and this. And, I mean, he just they blew it out of the water. But, my God, it just wasn't quite enough. And, I mean, really given the parachute there and the, 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 the whatever those big things are when you jump out of the building and you hit it in the big balloon-looking thing, that's what he was doing. While I, also I going, understood it. Yeah, yeah. While also going, hey, if he gets him. It is the best recruiting job in the history of college recruiting. It is a major. It is and, the and best it, ever. And it is a major coup for Texas if they land him. Sure, it, it, it would really be. is. It's, it's, it would be – like if you think about this from a Texas perspective for a moment, in a scenario where Texas joins the SEC officially in the fall of 2023 and Arch Manning is on your roster. Oh, no, sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one hell of a, it's it one hell of a jump. But point being, he made it where anything they do positive is great, and anything that doesn't happen is okay. He was taking the sting out. He was taking the negatives sure. out. He was trying to give Sarkeesian all this latitude to just kind of do it as he is. And in a lot of ways, this is sort of what this is, too. You've got published reports they're chasing David Cutcliffe. Mm-hmm. It's all over the Internet. Everybody took the one or two reports from whatever Booster told who and whoever. And what that does, again, is, hey – they did everything. God, look, they even hired David Cutcliffe. They tried to get him. I mean, they, they, no stone left unturned for Arch Manning. There's a PR part of this either way. If you get him, great. You play that into it. And David Cutcliffe can help a program as an analyst. Duh. But at the same time, even if you don't, it's something else that goes in the press clippings. It's something else that goes on the table. And Texas is doing that right now. They're accumulating everything to kind of show their fan base we are doing 100% of everything we can. Very PR focused in this right now, and I mean, I don't know that it has any impact on Arch's actual recruitment, but it's pretty fascinating just into the psyche of Texas, into what they're trying to do, how they're trying to build, how they're trying to rebuild, and even Sarkeesian's not really hot seat, but his status as a head coach there right now because there's already restlessness. I mean, he's yeah. he's only got about one more season before that thing really turns up again and they kind of contemplate starting over again, they're not giving him the overall patience they talked about even 12 months ago. And you've got a quarterback on your roster right now that's kind of in the same boat with Quinn Ewers, who is going to be the starting quarterback at Texas in the fall. And all the sideshow that comes around him because of everything that happened with him coming out of, was it South Lake Carroll, going to Ohio State? Sounds right, yeah. And then and, and, and then coming back. I mean, it's it's... It's it's fascinating. I mean, I 
I would put Texas three right now, but oh, you would. How would you the, rank it today? Um, Georgia, Ole Miss, Texas, Alabama. Oh, I think. Um, kind of what we talked about. I think Georgia lost some luster with winning because you're not the missing piece as you mentioned. And if you go to Alabama, you're just another cog in the robot. Every quarterback has done everything you have done. We've got Heisman's, got multiples, got championships. There's nothing unique about Arch Manning at Alabama in any way whatsoever. What's interesting is that some of the men who are in who are close to him according to everything I hear, are awfully enamored with the Alabama Oh, well, sure. Like, like you said, program. I think Nick Saban 10 years younger, and we're not even having this conversation. Oh, I think it's over, yeah. Yeah, I think he's already committed to Alabama, and that's where he would be going. I agree. But Nick is the age that he is. Yeah. You don't ever know. And I think that, especially with maybe even what Bryce Young is doing right now, I think there's a lot of the meaning push toward Alabama is, hey, look, NIL, NFL, all the NLs, perfect, going to – Going to develop you, going to do this, going to do this, going to work out, going to win, all that stuff. But, I mean, Bryce Young's breaking records right now. Bryce Young's this. You know what I mean? Like, there's it's just, if anything, it's almost, hey, you have these crazy huge expectations, and it's great, but there's no way to surpass them. Anything you do has been done before. So what's new? Yeah. There's no extra step at Alabama. There's nothing he can do at Alabama that's going to get a statue. Nothing. No. It's literally impossible. I mean, listen, Lyles wins four Heismans in a row or something. But, you know, I mean, like, it, it, nothing. So, I don't – if there's any individual appeal to this, from that standpoint, Alabama does not make a lot of sense to me. From a football standpoint, I think one of the things that people don't evaluate closely enough is everyone gets hung up on the colleges that these people went to, Ole Miss, Tennessee, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think people give enough credence to how big a part of their lives the NFL is. Yeah, sure. How much getting completely prepared for life as an NFL quarterback? I don't. I don't know that people understand. I because th- I think from a football standpoint, that's big. Oh yeah, sure. That's big. I think that's big. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Um, it, from a football standpoint, I think that's the biggest. I thing. don't think it's a coincidence that Ole Miss has gained more traction with Arch Manning since Matt Corral was developed and is headed for a first round draft pick. No question. Not even. I mean, not th- even, those not two are close. absolutely connected. Yes, I, I, everyone gets hung up <clears throat> on the schools and stuff, NIL stuff. Look, is he going to make more NIL money at Texas maybe than he would make at Alabama? Sure, but Arch Manning is going to be one of those guys that, assuming NIL regulations are what they are today, which is essentially the wild, wild west, mm-hmm. he's going to get whatever. I mean, he's he's going to be a big enough name. He could go to San Jose State and get a national NIL deal. Now, can he get a bigger NIL deal at Texas than he could Ole Miss? Maybe. Sure. Could he get a bigger one at Georgia today than he would get at Ole Miss? Yeah, probably. Sure. Because they're 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 if you're the national brand, right, you're going to get more guarantee with Georgia and Alabama right now than you would with Ole Miss and Texas. Yeah. You just are. Yeah. But you're getting paid anywhere. Yeah, but I don't I don't know that that's going to be the ultimate. I don't think that's going to be the deciding thing. Well, and not even dollar amount, but like literally what brands, what companies. Yeah, sure. Well, like what, sure. what like you said, it's, yeah. it's positioning from a marketing standpoint beyond just dollars. Yeah, but he's going to have national brands approaching him about 
everything, doing stuff because he's who he is. Um, but I think getting ready for the NFL is a big part of it because I think if, if from a football standpoint, and everyone says he's kind of a football head, a nerd head with football. I mean, he loves the film and all that stuff. He wants to be the face of an NFL franchise for 12 years. Mm-hmm. So how do you best prepare yourself for that? I mean, he's seen. Yeah, there's a, it's, a, it's a step. He's seen two uncles do it. He had a grandfather that did it. I mean, you know, so from a football standpoint, the NFL part of this is big. Well, and I think, you know, the the average person, and I mean this sincerely because, I mean, I am one, whatever, there's the thought of, oh, well, but that's such a thing or, like, that shouldn't be your primary focus. Well, everybody in his family did it. it it's normal for him. His two uncles were the faces of NFL franchise. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, the expectations are different sure. inside that house than any other house in America, frankly, because of it, it's not a reach. This is just the plan. That's all it is. I don't mean that, like, even like a like a – arrogant way it's just what people have seen so podcast brought to you in part by visit oxford visit oxfordms.com stuff going on this week the uh, community market today um 12 to 3 at the uh, pavilion pick up things there men's basketball tomorrow night um against alabama at the pavilion they've got a waitress tomorrow night the national tour at the ford center i think 7 30 start for uh for that one not sure about tickets available or not and then on February 12th, Dogman the Musical is at the uh, Ford Center. If you've got kids, it would be a good stop for that as well. And then uh, on the 15th, Ole Miss, South Carolina here as well. So all that's going on over the course of the next week, head over to visitoxfordms.com. Go to the events page, see everything going on this week and every week. Again, visitoxfordms.com. We're also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, get in touch with Grenada Nissan. Just off Interstate 55 in Grenada, Mississippi, uh, Grenada Nissan has a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. It is uh, GrenadaNissanUSA.com. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons is at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard. They've been serving the Oxford area for almost 75 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, Valentine's Day gifts, and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com. Or call them at 662-234-2777. We're also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, get in touch with the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. The College Corners, your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. But you can also go to collegecornerstore.com and find uh, what you're looking for. They're also on Facebook and Instagram with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle is uh, based in Madison, Mississippi. They've got clients in multiple states, advisors in multiple states as well. Uh, they also are home to the Pinnacle 401k Advisory Services Team. They'll conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. Mention that you heard about Pinnacle on the um, this podcast, and they'll uh, they'll take care of you. They're at mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. We're also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis, John's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Get in touch with him. Tell him what you have in mind. Give him some parameters and a budget. Sit back and do nothing. 
He will come up with lots of options for you. You don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services either. Just give him a call, 901-494-3387, or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. And we're brought to you by OPA. It's uh, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square, home to gyros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more. Handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, and amazing candlelit patio just south of the Square Courthouse at 306 South Lamar in Oxford. Podcast is brought to you by Johnston Hill Creamery. That's on White Oak Lane right off Molly Bar. You can head to their Instagram page. It's Johnston Hill Creamery. See uh, tons of different things, including their uh, Valentine's boxes they have available. You can order those now, chocolate strawberries, and then uh, king cakes all the way until March 1st. They also have introduced a new flavor this week. It is a uh, cheesecake. They filled homemade king cake dough with their uh, cheesecake dip, top it with cinnamon sugar, then rolled, braided, baked, and topped with their signature icing and more cheesecake dip. So for pre-order now, again, until Fat Tuesday, as long as there are other flavors, the uh, the cinnamon, the lemon curd, and their uh, praline pecan as well. 24 hours notice required for that at Johnson Hill Creamery for the cheesecakes. Again, 662-419-9201 or cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Podcast also brought to you by Northeast Spark. N-E-S-P-A-R-C, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's N-E-Spark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network, <clears throat> sorry, security, wireless mesh extenders, and much more. So get the best internet in Lafayette County, 662-238-3159. You got more on Arch or moving on? You good? No, I'm good. I think we got lots of time. Uh, yeah. Months. It's just one of those things. It's it's very clearly going to be an emotional thing for people. I kind of feel bad for the kid. I mean, honestly. I mean, I, I do and I don't. I mean, obviously, I'd rather be him than not be him. Yeah, he has tons of positives. Yeah, in this. yeah I mean, you know, but I don't know that I would have wanted to make a college decision under that microscope. kind of give him the benefit of he's a kid because he is he's just a kid oh yeah look i mean he's he's he has a lot of people hanging on a, college a high school junior yes i've been around high school who's tried to sort of have fun with it but you can almost you can almost feel and detect the anxiety a little bit too even when he does that like I'm it's it's, sure. it's He's aware yeah. that it's a big deal to a lot of people. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Across a lot of schools. At the end of the day, I suspect he'll go where he wants to go, which is what he should do. What's the hope? He should. You he hope should, the kid ends up where he wants to go. Absolutely where he wants to go. Go where he wants to go. Whatever that means. Absolutely. And where he gets a benefit that his brother, I mean, his uh, his uh uncles his grandfather his dad didn't get and he's the tra- if he makes a mistake with the decision he gets the transfer portal that wouldn't be a crazy at all transfer portal there oh boy good god it does take from a football standpoint for a lot of guys it does take the pressure off a little bit if you make a mistake you've got to get out of jail free card yeah it was mentioned in the uh, stream four sec basketball games tonight for anyone who's interested in that six o'clock espn two the auburn tigers 
are in Bud Walton to face the Razorbacks. Um, Auburn favored by two in uh, in that one. So Auburn, Arkansas tonight at six. It's got a chance to be a really good game, I think. Yeah, best game of the day. Um, Kentucky's at South Carolina tonight. Is that an one. ESPN game, by the way? Which one? Auburn, Arkansas. ESPN two. ESPN two. It is ESPN two. On ESPN at the same time is the Kentucky Wildcats at the Gamecocks. Oh, power of Kentucky there. And, uh, yeah, in that one. They have Kentucky, we're putting them on ESPN. Big that's, Blue that's, Nation, baby. That's where you're going. Well, yeah, you get, you get the numbers. Yeah. The Yankees, they're on ESPN. They're on ESPN. Um, LSU at A&M, 6 o'clock, SEC Network um, is tonight. Mm, yeah. A&M's got to win that basketball game. If they have any shot, they've got to win that basketball game. LSU needs to win a basketball game here pretty soon. Did you see where our boy uh, Will Wade was complaining about NIL? Will Wade complained about NIL yesterday. Did you see this? I can find it. Hold on. No, please help me. Uh, I have not seen this. Yeah, I can find it. I got a couple text chains on it. Uh, This is Jacques Doucette tweeted this yesterday. LSU's Will Wade says, quote, there's a basketball program right now spending $5 million a year, end quote, on NIL. Wade said facilities need work at LSU, but the NIL must come first. Quote, that's how important this is going to be. I mean, the irony of Will Wade complaining about other programs spending money on basketball, NIL. The sheer irony. I mean, that makes you happy, right, a little bit? Doesn't that quote really kind of make you happy? Oh, whatever grief can come. Yes, fine. Yes, it's unfair. Will really? Yeah, it's. I hate it's unfair for you. Hate that. I was looking for more. It's the best I can see. Yeah, he was he was frustrated yesterday. He says everybody should be frustrated. Everybody should be mad. Four or five years ago, people were ambivalent to our program. Ah, whatever. Just bridge us over between football and baseball. What's he want? What 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 does he want? I think he wants it all just to go away, and he wants them to come up with a bunch of NIL money so he can go buy more players. I, I guess. So he's mad at his own school. Yeah. No matter how this season turns out, we're going to come out roaring next year, Wade said. And recruiting or playing? I, 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 he didn't specify. Maybe he meant both. Anthony says in the stream, I'm not even sure it's a debate. Will Wade has the most punchable face of all time. Says he overreacted, got too many bigs on this team. Some of them aren't helping at all. Says that will be addressed in the offseason. We have no one to blame but ourselves. We have to dig our way out of it. Well, he said he don't want to blame himself. Himself. Yeah, well. When you go shopping with somebody else's money and you buy the wrong size, it's your fault. He told them. The pants don't fit. It's not their fault. You bought the wrong pants. LSU is a point and a half favorite tonight in College Station. They better win. It's, it's six in a row? Five in a row? Uh, something, maybe six in a row. 
because they started off four and zero in the league, and they're four and six now. They are four and six, sixteen and seven, four and six. And then your tree falls in the woods game of the night, eight o'clock SEC Network, Missouri at Vanderbilt. Don't you wish they? You know they wish they could redo the schedule right now. Like, hey, let's let's play this Arkansas game at eight. Yeah, can we go double header on Kentucky yeah, and yeah, Arkansas? Yeah, can we flip that around a little bit? Uh, and then a couple of decent games tomorrow night. Um, well, I'm curious at the Ole Miss Alabama game tomorrow night. Bama in a strange spot a little bit. Um, they can't afford a loss. They're four and six in the league. Yeah, they need a win, and they can't afford a loss against the team that's 103 in the net. I mean, Ole Miss will be ahead of Alabama in the standings where they win tomorrow night. Yeah, it's the people like people get frustrated with me that I'm not just gung ho about college basketball right now. And it's and you, you'll get what I'm about to say. It's you'd love to co- cover a team where the storyline was not, "Hey, can you play spoiler?" Because that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. And where there's an elephant in the room. Maybe two when you consider portals and things like that. You know, but there's one for yeah. sure. Like, hey, what, what's what's going to happen at the end of this? Is this – is everything okay? Or is, is this an evaluation period? And can you do the evaluation when Deshaun Ruffin's not out there? Mm-hmm. Is that a fair evaluation? I don't know the answers to those. Those aren't my questions to answer. Those are questions for other people to answer. But from a journalism standpoint, when that's what you're covering, it's kind of problem. It's kind of flat. Yeah. You know, if Ole Miss loses, what's the line in the Ole Miss Alabama game? Do you know? Yeah, it is. No, it has been. It's off the board right now. All right, let's call it seven and a half. Ole Miss loses by seven points to Alabama. Who's reading it? Who's, well, because frankly, what do you want to know? Yeah, who's consuming? I mean, even beyond that, like, what yeah. what is the take? And the and the yeah, the, the, what people want is well, what's what's this mean? And I don't know that I can give them that answer yet. I don't know that anybody can. No, I don't think that answer is, is is known yet. I don't think it's gettable. Yeah, no line yet that I can find. Illinois plays Purdue this week. It's got a chance to be a good Big Ten game. Yeah, that is that, that should be a good game. He's got a good team. I saw them by accident. It was on, and I started watching some of it. Was Providence is good? Really? Yeah, really good. Vanderbilt favored by eight tonight against Missouri. Mm. And there's some talk that because of the way the contract is structured, that Conzo Martin's going to survive at Missouri. Really? Yep. Hey, look, man, money's a factor in all this stuff. That feels dead in the water, though. But well, I mean, but like any of these places, if you're trying to raise money for NIL, you're trying to do things with facilities. Do you have money to? Do you have money to fire the basketball coach? Can you I imagine? You. Can you imagine Auburn right now about money? Auburn's trying to do things with money, and if they fire Brian Harson, and I fully expect that they're going to, they're going to be paying out forty million dollars to people who aren't coaching. By the time you factor in staffs and all that, $40 million. It's a lot of money. Oh, it's it's stupid. I mean, it, it's, it's... Is there anything new there today? <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> Harson's on vacation in Mexico. He's scheduled to come back tomorrow. I believe that they asked him to come back early, and he told them no. You know where this is going. It's not salvageable. It's going to court is where it's going. 
it's eventually going to court. Auburn Auburn needs to be careful with court. Because I think I think at some point there's some people. You think Auburn will eventually just pay him? Yeah, because I think there's some people who could sue for damages. Okay. That go beyond the voiding of a contract. Okay. Well, there's definitely some of that. I mean, if you're that girl's family. Yeah. Well, you have an easy suit. It, I mean. Uh, it. it at bare minimum, you can settle like a son of a I mean, you're, you're burning things at this point, right? I mean, you're, you're furious. And then you try the race thing? That's a, that's a hell of a label to put on somebody. I think Auburn's best decision at this point is pay him the $12.74 million that he's owned and owed and moved on, move on. You've hamstrung him now. He can't recruit there. Oh, well, you have no shot. You've caused a loss of fan support in a lot of ways. You've lost booster support it was never that frankly there no you, you, you you've torpedoed the tenure yeah so find a way out of it I, I don't think it's salvageable do you how would you salvage it if you if, if if someone said all right here's what we're doing we're having a meeting well the only path to salvage it is to win a lot of football games and they're not going to win between a lot of football now because they don't play a football game until well, september there isn't one you just have to literally plug the string out and hope the god the season went but well. you have to recruit during that period you do I don't think I don't think you could salvage it from February the eighth to September the fourth or fifth, no, whatever no, the well, season no, Because, like you said, what is there to do? What are you doing to salvage it? So if if so if someone challenged you to do it, would you even come up with a plan? If we're put in the room and we're like, "Hey, look, here's the deal. We screwed this up, but Brian's going to be our coach." Now we got what's our PR approach? Because the only PR approach that works is that. You've got to walk in and go, what we did to this man was wrong. Yeah, good luck. He's our coach. Good luck. Yeah, you're not going to get those people to do that. They don't think they were wrong. I don't think they care if they were wrong or not. I mean, look at what they've done. They're like, oh, so what? She's young? Screw her. Not literally, but yeah, yeah, figuratively. No, I, I there's no there's nothing you can do to make the fan base goes, Oh yeah, go Harson or Eagle. Done. Here we go. And frankly, Alan Green's in just as bad a shape as he is. Yeah, I don't think Alan Green His tenure might be worse than I don't think Alan Green can make it out of this. Whether he meant to or not, I think he has attached himself at the hip to Brian Harson. I suspect they will suffer the same fate. Yeah, looking back, that was a poor move. You wonder what Harson's doing, like, floating around. Because I mean, in my mind, he's, like, hanging out in the pool, enjoying some warm weather, having a margarita. You wonder if he's like, hey, babe. You stressed. Babe, it's $12.75 million. We're good. I guess that's a good point. If you knew you were eventually getting the money, like, does it really matter? <laughs> yeah. You're going to walk after taxes with, what, $8 million? Yeah, we're good. We'll sell the house, move back to Boise. Build a ranch. Build a ranch. <laughs> Be an analyst. Get some analyst jobs. Write a book. Even on these four, boy, this this one year could be a book. Yeah. One Year in Hell by Brian Harson. The family. <laughs> I mean, because you're essentially firing him because he's just not Southern enough. 
You and sort the, of because he won like he did. He didn't. He didn't beat Alabama. I, I know. If they get one more yard, have you thought? I of, don't know that all this is happening right now. One more yard. I'm not, I, I can't remember who wrote this. Someone else did. So I'm, I'm not trying to steal material. I'm, I'm admitting this was not me thinking about it. We've talked a lot over the last two years about the butterfly effect of Elijah Moore. Yeah. The celebration in the end zone. Yeah, sure. But if that doesn't happen, what doesn't? What else doesn't happen? Uh, if Tank Bigsby just goes down in bounds on that play, if he just goes down in bounds and forty seconds tick off the clock and Alabama loses, are we having this conversation today with Harson? Yeah, is the butterfly when the are the wings flapping far enough to get us to here? I don't think it's this bad. Now it's not good over there, but. He gets such positives from kind of out-coaching Saban, if that's fair, in that game and winning. That you go, see, he did that. Let's just get some players. Let's do that. You could you could convince yourself to. By the way, there's a conversation going I know, on. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to weigh in real quick because this is very easy. If you're the guy and you like the girl, first of all, if you don't like the girl, why are you going on a date with her? For our readers have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, okay. our listeners have no idea what you're talking about. And I'll have to explain them. I've already started now. So they're having a conversation about basically date etiquette. Yeah, who should pay? Who should pay? If if you want a second date, you pay. No matter if the number was given to you unsolicited or not. I don't care. If you're the guy, you pay for the date. The means to get to that point are irrelevant from that doesn't point. matter. You pay for the date. You open doors. You just do those things. Those are things that you do. Those are just rules. And I know people say, well, the rules have changed. The rules haven't changed. You still do those things. Two reasons. Even if you know in the middle of date one, this is never going anywhere. You have a reputation to uphold. You don't know who's going to say what. You at least want her to say, you know what? He's a really nice guy. It just didn't work. It didn't work. We don't have any chemistry. I don't think he's good. He did nothing wrong. He's not good looking enough. Whatever the case may be, you don't want her to say, he's a real jerk. You want her to say, he is a really nice guy. I kind of wish I liked him more than I do. What a really nice guy. That's going to get you somewhere. At the very minimum, it's going to eliminate negative. You open the door, you pay for the bill, you're pleasant. The end. Yeah, all leading up to that point is completely and utterly irrelevant. Who got who's not, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just details. It doesn't matter how the date came about. Frankly, even if she asked you out, you pay. Yeah, and if they're confused, they should get on the live stream. They should. I mean, it's why we're doing this, right? <laughs> I feel like I'm just giving really good advice here. Yeah. And yes, the man pumps the gas. That's the other one. If you have to stop to get gas, the man pumps the gas. It's a very complicated procedure. It takes takes a lot of This space. is what you do. There are just rules, basic, fundamental rules. 
that if you follow them, you're going to be okay. <laughs> okay. Head over to YouTube. You can circle through the stream. You can see the whole conversation in detail if you'd like. We'd appreciate it. Hit a like. Hit a bell while you're there. All good. Oh, Lord. A podcast brought to you in part by PrimeShrimp.com, New Orleans-based company that's supplying restaurant-quality shrimp right to your door. They ship it four pounds or uh, more, and it ships for free as well. You can use code MPW because when you do that, you get uh, $20 off your first order. And with the Super Bowl coming up, order today. You get it in time for the uh, for the game. You can try their uh, French Quarter Alfredo shrimp bacon cheese fries. That recipe is on Instagram. You can make it your own, again, with the French Quarter Alfredo. They also have the uh, the seasoning, uh, signature seasoning. That's been a huge favorite as well. So less than 10 minutes, freezer to plate with primeshrimp.com. Again, use code MPW. I'll have a mailbag up tomorrow. At least that's the plan. Uh, it's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial and residential family homes, 662-567-2573. 662-842-3844. One of my questions in the mailbag is a really long one, basically about how did we get here as a world? And I was giving... Whoa! Okay. You all right? Yeah, good. Wow. That was close. It was. I've been giving it real thought this morning. Like, I don't even know where to start. I have a lot of thoughts on how we got where we got, but I don't really know. And it might be as simple as they're just basic rules that we've gotten away from. Like, you pay for the dinner. As simple as that. Maybe it's just basic stuff. But do you think it's... Think about that. I'll pay a couple of bills and we'll come back to okay. it. What are your goals for the year 2022? Does your company need to find need hard to find talent to meet these goals? Maybe you're personally seeking a career change. Let this be your year to make the change. Your first step needs to be to contact Service Specialist Employment Agency. They're the oldest employment agency in Mississippi. They recruit in all industries. Remember, there's nothing to lose by reaching out. No cost to you as a candidate. Everything is kept confidential. Service Specialist wishes you and your company a successful 2022. You can contact them at 662-832-5138. Brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylish hand select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. 4450 I-55 North in uh, Jackson or at therogue.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new step forward and chase after a better version of yourself every day corinth dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time dr bubba mcqueen dr jenny beth hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures including invisalign these clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile call corinth dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth, let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down, pa- no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. We're brought to you by uh, Bell & Grove. Based out of Chattanooga, Daryl Oliver and Evan Dial built Bell & Grove, a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. They specialize in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S., They can navigate through supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rate possible for their customers. In addition, Bell & Grove can help customers design a custom solution for their shipping needs. Whether your business is in need of moving a truckload, a partial shipment, or a flatbed, Bell & Grove can accommodate 
you. They can also uh, provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly. For more information, call Daryl Oliver at 865-672-6557. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. There's a lot offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings, from beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. Under the teachings of one of the best young professionals in the sport, Bowers Cone, Southern Traditions has high aspirations for its future. Along with the owners, Bill and Bill, Ben and Hillary Craddock, Southern Traditions has become one of the most uh, leading equestrian facilities in Mississippi. To learn more about lessons, boarding, sales, whatever, contact Bowers at Bowers Cone, B-O-W-E-R-S-C-O-N-E, the number one, at gmail.com, or message uh, on Facebook and Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. The podcast is also brought to you by Style Assembly. We told you about them prior to Christmas, and several of you used them for uh, your Christmas gifts, Oxford's newest boutique. Now with Valentine's Day a week away, purchase a gift card for the lady in your life and get an additional 10% added to the card when you mention you saw it on the site, heard about it from the podcast, mentioned NPW, whatever it is you want to do, 10% added to that gift card. It's right there located at 203 North Lamar next to Blind Pig in Oxford. On the square, Style Assembly offers clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, sunglasses, art, and more. Four percenters head in, create a wish list in the store, or over the phone. It's left on file. Guys can come in, stop by, pick something up off the list. It's a win-win. We'll even wrap it up, have it waiting for you as well. And not in Oxford, no problem. They ship. All you got to do is call, DM, place an order. The phone number is 662-638-3163. Ask for Kate, the owner. She'll personally help you assemble the style you are looking for. That is shop styleassembly.com on the internet again stop in valentine's gift 10 percent added to a gift card style assembly 662-638-3163 so go ahead what do you got well like i mean women are capable of pumping their own gas i do believe they are capable i know that it's It's not about capability go ahead it's not about capability it's just about basic chivalry there's a place for it there's a place for it. Sure. I'm not arguing with you. I'm, when, I'm, I figured you had a list. I was, I was Yeah, like when you were a little kid, you saw your dad open the door for your mom. You didn't think, hey, mom's not capable of opening that door. You never thought that. You just thought, that's nice. That's what, that's what dads do. Sure, yeah, yeah. You open the door. It's not because she can't open the door. It's because that's just what you do. There are just some like norms that you do. Because it's nice, because it's right, because it makes people feel good. And when you get away from all of those things and everything gets completely acrimonious and everybody hates each other (laughs) and everybody's judging everybody on every single thing, you get to where we are as a society. I mean, before we started today, while you were putting up the link to the show, I pulled up Twitter for a minute, which was a mistake. And NBC News, their tweet, NBC News. Okay. Okay? Just think about this tweet for a minute. You and I talked about it for a minute because we laughed about it. But listen to this tweet from NBC News. I'm listening. Not Joe Smith 42782. This is NBC News. Neil Young urges Spotify employees to quit their jobs in a fresh attack on the company 
over its decision to continue giving polarizing podcaster Joe Rogan a platform. Yeah. And I was telling you, I like Rogan because I'm a guy that likes to drive in the car and I don't really like to listen to music a lot because it's kind of redundant. I don't like sports talk radio for the most part. A lot of times I drive in silence, but I like Rogan. Not because of Rogan. Rogan gets guests on that I like to listen to. Mm-hmm. I learn things from Rogan. He'll and his get, podcast is long. And his podcast great. is long form. And so if I'm driving like to Fayetteville by myself to see the girls or to go get stuff or whatever, I'll turn something like that on because I look up and I'm like, oh, I'm in Little Rock and it ended. Right? Mm-hmm. Sure. I could describe Joe Rogan as many things. Polarizing is not one of those things. But because Joe Rogan gets people on who have opinions, a major news outlet calls him polarizing. And a lot of people, because they give NBC News credibility, go, oh, yes, he's polarizing. We just label people in ways now that I don't know. that Did we ever label like this one? When I was a kid, I, don't, I guess maybe I didn't pay attention. Well, the I was internet, a kid. the media internet. Like, but a like, whole it, just, it was just a different world. I don't know. But things are like really vitriolic now. There's a lot of anger. People are mad. Well, that, now that's true. They're madder, more angry. I mean, this angrier. is a, this is an hour long podcast. Yeah, sure. It's confirmation. It's confirmation bias because people don't typically only read and watch things they already agree with, which has created this. Where oh god, they have a different opinion, so I'm it's wrong. Yeah, for a large, not everybody, but a large segment yeah. of the population. I'm only going to watch Fox News. I'm only going to watch MSNBC. I'm only going to watch whatever. Which is well, why I like Rogan. Well, that's what the news said. Well, well like, sure. Well, like but, someone described Rogan as right wing, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Joe Rogan? I've never thought of Joe Rogan as right wing. Rush Limbaugh? Sure. Got it. But never really thought of Rogan as that. I mean, he's, he's sitting there smoking dope. While he does the show sometimes. I've just never thought of him like that. So when people just start doing that, I'm like, no, no, every everybody's not on one of the two teams. There's more than two teams. Yeah, and everybody has an outlet now. Twitter. Sure. Facebook. Instagram. And that's the, that's like the other part of it. It's like if you don't like someone said they don't you know they don't like his show. And there's a lot of his shows that I listen to the first ten fifteen minutes. My nah, this was not good. I'll go to the next one, or I'll wait for the next one. Mm-hmm. The idea that if you listen to something that you are one hundred percent an advocate for all of it, we're not even a listener. It's scary from a podcast host standpoint. Are we one hundred percent? obligated to everything, anything a guest could possibly say we have on the show. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. this summer we talked to a lot of different people potentially. Sure. Hey, had that guy said something when that doesn't automatically mean agree. It's almost like the people who put, Hey, retweet doesn't mean endorsement. Hey, well, right. Asking questions, their opinion, yeah. sure. like, whatever. Having a conversation. Yeah. I mean, that's a scary moment for a podcaster is right. that you're liable for everything that that guy has from an opinion standpoint. Right. Because you're giving him an outlet. I'm using air quotes for the podcast. Yeah. Before. Well, it's like the, there was a someone came out yesterday trying to like put everybody that's ever been on that show one side or the other. And to me, I'm like, okay, well, you're leaving out a critical, 
critical, critical component of that. Who all has been invited to be on that show who has said no? Mm -hmm. Because that's a pretty big list. Well, and that's that that would be an important list. Yeah. Because if those people had been on the show, you'd have a maybe you might have a different perspective as to what he does as the host. Mm-hmm. And for the record, like, yeah, does he make mistakes? Of course he does. Wouldn't you make mistakes if you were doing four-hour podcast over and over and over? I mean, geez, man. I mean, on like topics that you were not, you knew nothing about before you read a couple of books. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're one person. You can't know everything. Yeah, sure. Four-hour podcast, multiple a week, a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. Um. Close with a couple different questions. Uh, Jackson Norris said, uh, saw a thread on Twitter for best baseball stadiums and atmospheres and said the options were Ole Miss, State, Arkansas, and LSU nationally. Well, that doesn't surprise me at all. I've got LSU last in both categories. I don't like the new box. And, I mean, it can get rowdy, and it's still the most intimidating stadium in the right instance. Sure. Just because of LSU's aura, if you will. But I don't feel like day-to-day it does a ton for me. It's almost kind of a bad bomb, as in it has a minor league feel to it that only really elevates in those certain moments. Um, See, I think all four of those stadiums are really cool. Yeah, you in know, their own individual ways. Own, they're all different. Like, if you went to a series in each of those places in consecutive weekends, yeah. if you like college baseball, you would enjoy all four of them. But you would enjoy different things about them. One's a little more intense than the other. One's a little sight lines and things like that. It's just different. Like if you go to a game in Oxford and you go to a game in Startville, it's it's two different experiences. But sure. they're both really good if you like mm-hmm. if you like the sport. Pure stadium um, from a fan. I mean, State has built nothing that's comparable in the country to it right now. Pure stadium. It's probably State, Arkansas, Ole Miss, LSU. Um. Player amenities. Arkansas is not done with theirs at the moment. It's Ole Miss and State, probably. Yeah, probably so. One, two. Um, and then, again, atmosphere just depends what you want. If you want strictly college baseball environment, Ole Miss is probably one. Um, Arkansas is building that down the right field line. Is that right? They're kind of completely changing their offices and training. Yeah, and they're, whole deal. I mean, they're building a huge performance center yeah. that's similar to – it, it, it's the arms race in the SEC. It will be a little better, and then everybody else will pass them again, and sure. we'll keep doing this on and, sure. on and on and on again. That's kind of what I think. So, I don't know. Uh, all right. Um, oh, and somebody said, would Ole Miss – Ole Miss wants to go to Omaha. The question was, would they not go to Omaha to get rid of Mike versus choosing to go to Omaha and keep him? I mean, look, I'm sure there's a segment, but I would assume the majority of the fan base would go, no, get me to the World Series. Yeah, I mean, come on. Come like, on. That, I mean, the purpose is to get to Omaha. So if he does it, okay, great. I mean, it's nine thirty-eight in the morning on February the eighth. <laughs> the season is ten days I mean, away. I mean, <laughs> they will be hours from first pitch in ten days. I mean, I, I just I, there's a certain degree of it. Can we wait and see what happens? <laughs> Can yeah. we just wait and see what it looks like and feels like before we? Decide on all of these things as to who's who's going to make it and who's not. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm kind of curious to see what it all looks like. You know, I mean, because it doesn't happen in a vacuum either. Like, things happen to other programs too. 
Like Arkansas lost an ace, right? I mean, the yeah, you, you know, yeah, um, you know, they. I'm guessing they felt better about their season before he got hurt than they did after he got hurt, mm-hmm. and that's going to happen all over the country with injuries. People are going and, to get hurt. Yeah, stuff happens, and teams get hot, and teams get cold, and in fairness, sometimes teams get tight. Sometimes teams develop wacky chemistry where they almost can't lose late. Mm-hmm. That's the fun of playing the season. Yeah. All right, uh, more tomorrow, more Rebel Grove later today. From a coverage standpoint, I'm sure stuff around the country will happen between now and tomorrow, it seems to, every day. So I uh, hope you have a wonderful day. Appreciate everybody in the stream being quite lively today and listening wherever you are. So have a great day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.